And we're back for another episode of the Cast Patrol podcast. We're joined as always by Age, Jimmy, and myself, Mick. Boys, it's a big weekend this weekend. Age, what's happening Saturday? Huge weekend. Charity match, Sports Shed TV. Let's do it, boys. Are we going to get the win or what? Mate, 13 plus. 13 plus? Never in doubt. So we're going to go from losing 13 plus to winning 13 plus. Nah, last, last year was just a write-off. Write-off. The ref, you know, we won't get into it. Nope. But new year, new team. Yep. 13 plus. And new ref. Minimum. The ref's been stood down. Ref's been stood down. So it's good news for us. It is. What do you think, Mick? Who who's someone you're worried about in, in the other in the Mark Youth Foundation? I think you've got to go with the obvious one. I think Dan from what's new in the, the castle. Yeah, he's a big body. Yeah. He's got some other big forwards. Maybe someone like, I don't know, uh, Random sport, random, random stats guy. Stats guy. Random, yeah, 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 he played yeah. SG ball. Played a bit of back SG in his ball. Day. Yeah. Look, if you have a bit of experience in this match, it goes a long way. If you've played league before, you got take a bit you of a long experience. Way. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So that's who I'd be looking out for. Are you age anyone in particular, or did I hit the nail on the head? You hit the nail on the head with Dan. He's going to be the intimidator. He's going to come out. He's going to try and put high shots. He's going to try and intimidate us. Yeah, we just got to weather the storm. Mm. And then I think trademark sports. I feel like in attack he might be a bit dangerous, especially at 5'8". bit nippy, yeah. And same with you guys, Rando, maybe Bocco, he's really tall. Yeah. And if he's targeting that halfback or 5'8", like you, Jimmy, mm. you know. And someone like Daily, might be hard Daily Blues News, apparently he plays at a high Dan level or something. Yeah, yeah. still yeah. plays on the so, weekend. So. Okay. What about you, Jim? Who are you most excited to play alongside? Alongside, obviously other than you boys. Yep. Um, alongside, I think Matty Georges would be a good addition. He played a bit of SG ball, I think. Back in his younger days. So yeah. it'll be a nice little pairing for myself in the back row. Oh, have you already given it away? Oh, you know, you never know. When he, when he comes off the bench, when he comes yeah. on. When um, he comes on off the bench. Jason right, David, age. of course. Oh, Jason David. Can't yeah. forget Jace, yeah. Hey, Jace, off the bench. That, that's the difference this time. Like, yeah. he's going to come on, fresh legs, and the, they're going to be tight. He's going to go straight through them. And I've heard he's going to put up a burden bomb. Wow. He'd not yes. to, it? Last year he didn't get to do it. Scored a double though instead. He did. But this year he's going to put up a burden bomb and someone will drop it. I can tell you that. I don't think oh – yeah, I think it would just be the ball's going to get bounced. Like someone's going to let it bounce into mixed hands. Could be a try assist from Jace. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Done. I'm excited to play alongside Darlow. He was huge oh, for mate, us Darlo. last year. I love Darlow. Yeah. He's yeah. obviously lives in Queensland now so we haven't seen him that much. So yeah. – it's, we're going to see him on the training run, the captain's run on Friday, and then game day, it's like he just flips the switch and he goes mental mode. Very quiet yeah. guy. Mm. Off like, the field. Yeah. Once he gets on that field. Oh, mate, he's a different beast. You let a try in, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. He's going to chew your ear off. Oh, mate. He has high standards. He has quick play the balls, and he scores He scores tries as well for a forward. Yeah. So we've spoken about it on our live streams before. That for those who haven't tuned in, I always talk about the famous fight, Jose Aldo versus Conor McGregor. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Just before the fight, he's looking at Jose and goes, Aldo looks like he's feeling the pressure of this moment. Yeah. And obviously we know, oh, he slipped him. Aldo <laughs> gets fed. Yeah. Who is that player from their team, the Mark Hughes Foundation, that is just going to feel the pressure of the moment and just going to crumble under the spotlight? I think it's going to be their captain. Nick Stav? I think Nick Stav. You know, he's on the wing though. He's, he's on the wing. But, you know, one bad read, one error coming out of his own fuck, end, gonna, oh, one ball he's going to drop. all day to I don't think he can yeah. catch. That's, you know, what I'm, that's what I think is a good he's tactic. He's not the tallest bloke. So if you get someone tall, jumping bombs over him. all day, man. 
Mate, we're just going to be bombing Stav all day. So, Stav, you're listening. Stav's in trouble. Practice those fucking catches because oh, they're coming for you. I reckon Donnie Sports got no idea. He's, he's, he's going to travel from Queensland. He has done no training. He's just here for, to get on the piss. Oh, yeah. He? He's got his radio gig sorted. He doesn't give a I fuck. I think he literally messaged us the other day and said, where are we going out after? So yeah, so there you he's, go. His that's an indication of – His mind is not yeah. the game. He just wants to go on the so piss. So, Jimmy, who's your Jose Aldo feeling the weight at the moment? <sighs> Maybe Josh from Sportshed. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Playing halfback. That's know? a big role. Like moving into the halves. Like he played in the fucking ball. second row. Like last year. Didn't do much He's like last Sam year. Burgess. He's trying to go into halfback. Going like, into halves. Yeah, it's he, a different ball game. Yeah, he'll feel the pressure. I'm so sure. you reckon you're going to just like dominate the opposition seven? Yeah. Yeah? Outkick him. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to outplay him. him. That's it. That's all you want? He's going to crack on the pressure. He's, as long as look. We obviously want to win as long as, fun, as long as us three outperform our opposition number. That's a big win. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's all for charity. It is for charity. We've got to remember that. That's yeah. what so, people sometimes forget. So the charities age, who are they? So Mark Hughes Foundation is going to be the losing team, and then Ronald McDonald House Charity, which is our team. So the winning team. Yep. Got to go support them. So either buy tickets, buy the stream. Get them online. Just come, come down, support the boys, and mm. it's a great day. Just so everyone knows, our main event, the one that's been hyped up for weeks, starts at 4 p.m. at Lidcombe Oval. There will be no tickets sold at the gate, so remember to buy your tickets via Eventbrite. We'll put it in the episode description, and it's yep. in our bio too. And for those that can't make the journey to Lidcombe Oval, Bar TV is offering the live stream again. It's a $5, and it goes directly to the, the charity. So it's yeah, a donation, essentially. So, so it's yeah, great. get a few boys around it, yeah. maybe pitch in a couple bucks yeah. each, bang, you got the live stream. Just but shout it for five. If you do want to come, you know, you got touch footy games before. Yep. There's All disability sorts of stuff matches. around the ground. Yep. Yeah, there's All from 12 p.m. So you entertain for almost the whole hour. everything. So, yep. yeah, come down. It's going to be a cracking match. Mm. Mm. So let's get on to some NRL headlines. So big news coming out this week about state of origin, Jack Wyden potentially looking for an origin backflip. So Daily Telegraph's reporting those close to Wyden says he's plotting a return to the representative arena. What, are you worried, Jim, as a Queenslander? Does, does Jack Wyden worry you? No, nah, I, don't, I don't think he'll come back. I think it's just rumours. But look, if he does, no, nah, I don't think so. So last year was cited, player, of course, cited but, that family reasons and wanting yeah. to win a premiership with the Raiders was his reason for retiring for representative football. Yeah. So whether he changes this year, look, he's still 31. I think he turns this one at 31 or he's 31 now. Mm. He's still Where's in a he decent play, age to play. That's just my question. Like I think he feels like he'd be a perfect 14. Perfect 14. Eight. Cover everything. Yeah. yeah. Center, 5'8", fullback. Mm. Fucking There's forwards, enough fullbacks locks. in that team where if someone gets yeah. injured, they yeah. go back to fullback. Yeah. Like I'm sure Troll probably play center, Teddy maybe fullback, Turbo. Yeah. Who knows? They just get slotted yeah. back. Who knows? Why do end up at fullback? But he could end up in the centers or especially, wing at worst. Especially for five eight as well yeah. or halfback. And worst case scenario, you mm. just chuck him on with fifteen mm. to go. You know, he's in a the forward. middle. Yeah. yeah, he's played ten games for New South Wales, seven for Australia. So he is a well decorated representative. Yeah, and he knows the arena. Yeah, and he was man of the match in one of those games for New South Wales in the centres there. So he can definitely yeah. do a job. Yeah. As um, a selfish South fan, I'd love him to not play. Yep. Because that's when we collapse towards origin period. If we have a man like Jack Wyden there, yeah. he's, he can win you a game in that period. What are you saying, so, Jimmy? If you're Michael Maguire are you and Jack Wyden does say he's available, are you picking him? I think it's just going to – I think you have to do it based on form. Like if he's playing, you know, the best footy of his career, I think you pick him. Like why, why wouldn't you pick him but – yeah, I think it'll be form-based. Yep, I agree. It's form-based for sure. And he misses the first few games of the season due to the suspension last year. Yeah. So when He's he comes back. He's got a bit of an injury now, doesn't he? Uh, I think so. That's what they've been reporting. Yeah. So. Okay, let's move on to Cowboys. Cowboys news. 
They have announced new club captains, Tom Dearden and Ruben Cotter. Chad Townsend, Lolo, they're still in the leadership squad, but they've yeah. been demoted. So obviously someone there is not a big Chad guy. What do you guys think about this? I like it. I think they're looking for the future. Yeah, like no disrespect, but Chad Townsend, Lolo, probably in, the, in their back end of their careers now. And, you know, Dearden and Cotto's still young. And, yeah, like Mick said, they're the future of the club. I also think, I don't know, maybe not the case with Lolo, but it, maybe it's a telling sign that – Chad's not 100% going to get given that role for the halfback. He might start the season there, but then what, might, are you going to be axe, overtaken by Cliff? Yeah, are you going to axe, axe your halfback and captain? It's no. a big call. So you think they're just like weaning him off it? Well, I look, they don't do things for a reason. You mm. don't just take a punt on Dearden and Cotter as the youngest captains ever if you have some sort of thought. But I like yeah, the agreement. They both played State of Origin, Cotter and Dearden like – They've locked them up for a while now. So yeah, they're yeah. just going to be – They're the future They're of the, the club, future. You, know? you can the see what they're doing. The they're going to build around yeah. – Sias did the same with Cameron Murray. He's 24, yeah. 25 around that age and still yeah. he's mm. captain. Well, Tom yeah. Dearden is only 22. He's the youngest club captain in history for Cowboys. JT, he was 23 when he was captain. Wow. So I like that it. says anything, it's a good move, I think. And Dearden's just getting better and better each oh, season. Mate, you yeah. can see it. And then Cotter has that just mentality. He's going to work for you, you know. He's going to want, stop. He's gonna want everything and expect yeah. – Everything from you guys. No, so. I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. Uh, moving to transfer news. Fatala Mariner midweek joins Dragons after Bulldogs release him. So they've signed him for 24 and 25. So he's got two seasons. You imagine it's one of his last sort of deals in the NRL yeah. if he doesn't perform to a level that they want him to. And if injuries get the better of him as well, yeah. like that's been his issue. Eh? I think this was, that potential. I think this was coming though. I think yeah. he's had a few issues. Oh, I don't know issues, but. You could see it in the media. There was always a bit of disgruntledness. Yeah, yeah. with him and, and the, dogs, the dogs. So. Look, I think it's it's a good move for him. I think he'll slot straight into the, a back row spot, I imagine. Yeah, but, well, that's what I was going to say. Where do you see him slotting in? So, obviously, he's got 114 games of first-grade yeah. experience across 10 seasons from the Warriors and Bulldogs. So, I mean, that's what it touches on. It do the maths, 114, 10 seasons. He's only playing yeah. half half yeah. the games. If yeah. Injury or th- not getting picked. I think, well, Sue has probably got one edge locked up. Yep. And they just lost Billy Burns. They lost Billy Burns. DeBellin's locked, so there who, might be a second row. Who was before Billy Burns? It was a second row before him. Had um the redhead guy for a bit. Couchman? No. Dan Russell. Russell was there Dan for Russell, a bit. Dan Russell, that's it. And then Tarek Sims was there. Tarek Sims. He's gone. Wait, yeah, he went to year. Storm. I think, yeah, there'll be a spot They've open. been chopping yeah. the change yeah. in that second row. So, so yeah. Probably there. Yeah, he can fight for that spot. Even as like maybe a, a, a lock pushed to bell into front row if they yeah. want to pair him somewhere with Laurie. There's yeah. a few options there, yeah. Well, speaking of players getting on, getting of age, Isaac Luke, 36 years old, yeah. has been touted to return in the All-Stars clash, mm. Maori's versus Indigenous. So it's, it's for the one-year anniversary of his father's passing. Yeah. So it'll be a nice touch to see him play again, but, man, he's been out of the game for four years. He has to come off the bench, surely. But he's been doing a bit of preseason stuff. Oh, he's completed man. a preseason with South Logan, but he hasn't played since I think 2020. Yeah. So it's a bit of a long time, but I don't even think he might even get cleared with the NRL. It's a bit of a, a risk. Like, can you pick players that aren't registered with an NRL club for these things? Is that how it works? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But the NRL did say um, – if I no, Luke told the NRL, if I was to get the chance, I'll be playing for my dad. The game falls on the day he died last year. Yeah, I think it's obviously be a be, great touch of the NRL. Be a special it. moment for him. Yeah, but especially yeah, someone good. like Bully. Like this might be his last season of yeah. rugby league total. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't been playing still, has he? No, no. I think his last season was twenty twenty, and it was with. Did he finish at the Broncos? I think he finished oh, at the Broncos. He went to Saints as well. Warriors. I think he went South Warriors. 
Saints for like Saints, three games. And then, yeah, he went Saints, Broncos. And yeah. then Broncos. Yeah, yeah, okay. But he hasn't been playing like Q Cup or anything. No. I don't think so. No. No. So it's going to be, if he plays, he's going to be struggling to punch out like 20 minutes. But so his have his son plays. Have you seen his son's highlights? Oh, his son's gun at Oztag. Oh, son's he's a very oh. So silky. So good. He's and other news, just quickly, GI's been spotted at Tigers training. Reportedly, he's mentoring... Jareem Buller for fullback. Like it. What is going on? That Where the is the connection there? Yeah, him, yeah, I saw I saw that photo of him in the in the Tigers kit. He looked odd. You know, he's he my, looked. Different. He was my favorite player, but now he's really trying to lose that. <laughs> the Tigers that kit, honor. man. All oh, right. What is he doing? Yeah. All right, boys. The time is here. Let's make our predictions for top four in twenty twenty four. And is this like final ones? We can't change them for the season. Are we locking these ones in? I reckon like we can change them one more time. But maybe you can only change one team before yeah, the season starts. Yeah, that's fair. You can't be changing your whole top four. You can't change four. the whole yeah, top yeah. four. Yeah, okay. You know? That's fair. You want to start yeah. us off? I'll start us off. So my top four is going to be Panthers and Broncos. Mm-hmm. They're definitely in it. Yeah. I'm going to go South Sydney. I think surprise. Jack Ryan inclusion is massive. Yeah. And, mate, we'll lead in the comp last year and then obviously everyone knows what happened, derailed. <laughs> yeah. So I think we have the squad to definitely be in that top four. And the last one, I'm going Cronulla Sharks. They have Sharkies. the easiest draw out of everyone in the comp. Yeah. They only play nine top eight teams from last year. So you mm. do the math. That is not many out of 27 games. So I reckon they'll just have the points to make the top four. I'm not going to say they're going to go far, but I think they can make the top four based on just being there. Like it. Who are you going, Jim? Yeah, so I think obvious Panthers, Broncos. I think Roosters will have a good year. Is this you in order or is this your top four in any Just order? top four, no particular order. Panthers, Broncos. Roosters fan, yeah? Roosters and Cowboys. So you've gone Panthers, Broncos, then your two favorite teams, Roosters, Cowboys. Roosters, Cowboys. Is there I any think, theory or any logic behind well, that? Oh, they've got a good squad. Both both teams have a good squad, and mm-hmm. I think they're in for a good year. Yeah, so Rabbitohs don't have a good squad. Rabbits have a great squad, but they'll be bottom four. Bottom four? Sorry, of bottom eight. four of bottom the four eight. Okay. That but was close. Don't Jim. scare me. <laughs> don't scare yeah, me. Mate, you never know, man. I don't um, know. Yeah, I think you've got to go to the obvious. You've got to put Penrith in there somewhere. Yeah. Look, first, second, third, fourth, doesn't matter. They'll probably be there. Their squad's still too good. They don't mm-hmm. even lose Luai this season. No. So they're my lock. Um, Broncos, I I was very hesitant to put them in it. I was like maybe fourth. Just yeah. because I just see Flegler, Herbie, I'm like, and sometimes teams yeah. after. And Palacio Capel as well. Like, yeah, like yeah, losing yeah. a grand final sometimes takes a big hit on a team because they just yeah. mentally. It can go two com- ways, right? They yeah. can take the confidence out of them. Yep. Or they can just want to push harder, harder mm, yeah. you know, get confidence that they made Go it one far. Better. They could have won it. Mm. So, yeah, I think well, they, they had go it. Way. They fucking had it. They have it. a young, hot squad, you know. So, yeah. to be safe, we're putting Bronco, I'm putting Broncos in. Yeah. yeah. And the other two I'm going, I think Rabbitohs bounce back. There's some silly stat that every single year, pretty much, for a long time, a team in the top four, so a team that makes the top four, yeah. was in the bottom eight the previous season. It's just this weird true? pattern. Some, something like that. I have to do the Honestly, stats. Honestly, I reckon we go go over it next episode. Yeah. I'll go do the stats. Just go do the stats. And see if, but just for reference, someone yeah. like Warriors, they finished bottom eight, make it to the top four. Year before it was like Cowboys, you guys yeah. had a shocker. Yeah. Top four. We'll do the stats next week. But yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm putting in South. They're my team. Um, I like what I see with them this year. Jack Wyden, we just touched on him, big signing. Yeah. It all depends on a healthy roster, like H said. It, yeah. a bit, but every club depends on that. But State of Origin, yeah. especially for South. A lot of our key players in key positions, like the spine, like our captain, they all go to origin. It makes it a bit tougher. Um, and you've got players like Campbell and Keon knocking down the door to make state yeah. origin too. Yeah. So South are in, depends on origin. And I'm going Roosters. Hates, I hate to say it, but this team's still good. they still got young players like yeah. Wong coming through. Dom Young's obviously new signing on the wing. Len Yu's mm. in the middle. They're, like, there are a few 
potholes in the team where you're like, I don't like that. The halves, I think, aren't in the top echelon of the other halves when you compare them. But they're still pretty solid. They're eh? solid yeah. everywhere else. Kiri's one of comp. Yeah. Walker's – he's very clutch. I've got to give it like to Like someone Walker. like Brandon Smith had a terrible season last year yeah. compared to his standards. But like – if At he goes back to that year, he form, started playing a bit better. That's what I mean. Games, so. Someone like Terrell May, if he improves. Mm. So They've got depth as well. Got yeah. It's just to do with injuries, yep. you know. Someone was very close for me was Mel- Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I think. Storms. Yeah, just Pappy comes back. He stays fit plus yeah. Munster, Grant, Hughes. Yeah. You can't rule out that huge spine. Special yeah. mention to the Waz. Everyone loves the Waz. Up the Waz. I think they'll still have a good year. They have year. an easy run as well. They get Roger so as well. That's a big Rogers signing. Be can't wait Cape to see Waz Roger go well. Yeah. So, yes, Warriors will be just around there as well in the top eight. Mm. We're moving on. Rugby League history, we're doing it every week now. It's taking me a while to do some stats, but I've got some weird one. I know Age likes his little shit weird stats. Like, yeah, yeah. That just well, Conspiracy theories or nah, what type of stuff? you stat? look at like patterns and then yeah. make them like – So you have a good pattern for you. You try and make him a direct correlation. So basically this year – I stayed up the other night, watched Australia win 4-0 over Jimmy's uh, – Indonesia. Nationality, Indonesia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four nil, Jimmy. Mm. Well, Jimmy could have won in either way, to be honest. Win win. Yeah. Did you did you true. know Indonesia was playing, Jimmy? Oh, I didn't know they were playing. Okay, um, good. But probably, I did see the probably result. for the better. Yeah, yeah. probably for the better. Four, they lost four nil, and it got me thinking about the Asian Cup. And I go, is there any correlation between teams winning in the Asian Cup and what happens in the rugby league world? So combining the Asian good. Cup soccer tournament and the rugby league. So yeah, tournament started nineteen fifty six. I'm not going to go through every winner. It's a bit boring, but. Essentially, it's South Korea, Israel, Iran, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia. It goes on, right? So I looked at which teams in the NRL have won the most comps during an Asian Cup year. So how okay. often is an Asian Cup? An Asian Cup's every four years. And this yeah. is where it gets a little bit like a bit freaky. So is it not the same as a leap year? Is it on different years? Uh, so this is why it's weird. So yeah. normally they play the Asian Cups. So like the last one was in 2019. The one before that was 2015. Mm. The other one was 2011. So oh, if you like do the maths, numbers. it should be 2023. But this year yeah. it's the Asian Cup 2024. That's so I think because of COVID ruined something or yeah. they had to play the tournament later due to the summer in uh, Saudi Arabia. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Um, but basically, why would they move it one more year? Because the dogs have won the most comps during an Asian Cup year. They've won four. Doggies. The dogs. And we talk about I- the 2024 conspiracy – yeah, the leap put the house theory. On leap now theory. the Asian Cup theory. The Asian Cup theory, it's weird. Look, it's a shit stat. It's not even a correlation, but it's a pattern. It is a pattern. Shout out to Manly. They've also won four. Okay. And then you're looking at St. George, three wins, Broncos, two wins, and then South Melbourne, North Queensland, Roosters, one win, one win, one win. All the signs are leading to dogs 2024. And if you want to do it with uh, country to who wins an NRL team, so mm-hmm. this year's favourites are Japan, South Korea, Australia, Iran. So yep. – the last time Japan won was the Bulldogs. The yep. last time South Korea won was St. George, which St. George, I'm sorry, but they're fine for the spoon. They're fine for the yeah, spoon. Yeah, they're yeah. close to the top. Last time Australia won was North Queensland, Jimmy. Beautiful. Ooh. So shout there. And last time Iran won, Manly won. So Manly, if you're doing correlations, have two. But then again, this is just pattern work. It's not fucking correlation. It's more of a yarn like than anything. It. I that like is it. the biggest yarn ever. But for Doggies fans, they'll be grabbing onto another, it. Like it's another tomorrow. tick. It yeah. is. It, it is. just keeps adding up to them. And we did the average year of the players in the Doggies yep. top 30. It ended up being 24 years of age. But just explain mm-hmm. to me why. 2024 is their year. All these tournaments, they go every four years. And then this one becomes the Asian Cup 2024. Yeah, I don't I don't know. get how it went like 84, 88, 92, 96, 2000, 2004. Then all of a sudden it goes 07, 11, 15, yeah, 19. 
There's something happened there. Something happens with like yeah. the summers and stuff. Like they play earlier or they play later. It yeah. all depends on the host nation. That's very weird. Like they did with, as you saw with the Qatar World Cup uh, not too long ago, they normally play World Cups in the middle of July. This yeah. one was played in November into December. Just because of yeah, the yeah, right. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Enjoy, Mick. boys. That's rugby Thanks history that in a few minutes, actually. Thank you for yeah, that. I like that, Mick. <laughs> all right, now, boys, we're going to look at top five most iconic NRL grand final tries in the last 20 years. So, you've been putting the numbers together, been rewatching every been grand re-watching final. Been rewatching some you've tries. Done the tapes, eh? You've done the tapes. Every single GF. I've watched. All the tries. All the tries in yep. every single GF. So these are for the last 20 years. So that's a disclaimer. That's so a don't, disclaimer. Come, don't at me so for no Darren Albert. fucking Darren Albert. <laughs> or, Melbourne Storm against the Dragons. Or the, the penalty Dragon. try. The penalty try. Like just, just don't. All right, Jim. So kick us off <laughs> kick with us off. number five. Number five, Andrew Fafita, 2016 versus Storm. Ooh, yeah. That you was bo- insane. There was four blokes on him. Yep. Four blokes and he just fucking goes to the side and pops the ball out. Don't know how he got the ball down, but nah. he got it down. Sharks going to win the comp in God Mate, knows how long. Match winning try. Give us your best Ennis impression. Ennis impression? <laughs> After the game. Mate, I don't even remember it. What did he say? For Fafida. <laughs> oh, yeah, for Fafida. For Fafida. Yeah, not bad. All right, number four, Pat Richards, 2005. Versus the Cowboys. Mate, this is very iconic. Everyone You've watching seen it. knows the flick Benji pass. Benji flick pass to Paddy Richards. Game was all over, but didn't even have to flick it. He just he wanted didn't. to he get the just highlight. went the inside ball, but for this reason, to but make everyone the top in five. school and you can attest to it, boys. Everyone tried the Benji flick pass. In everyone primary tries school. it. You're like, oh look, I'm Benji. I might yeah. try it in the charity match. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Number three, Nathan Cleary, 2023 versus the Broncos, completes the Penrith comeback and ultimately wins them the three Pete. Yep. One of the great comebacks in history. And yeah, one of the great clutch moments. Incredible. Off the left foot twice and they left all foot, just left missed. Foot. They all overran the play and, mate, the rest is history. match winner. I think the longer Nathan Cleary's career goes on and the more he wins and mm-hmm. decorates himself with awards, that try is going to become more iconic. It'll be, like It'll Joe, be hard to yeah. beat that It'll one. be like Joe with Darren Albert. You'll be like, yeah. Jesus. Fuck, like, what a try. They'll be like, Cleary was a different beast. Yeah. yeah. And he was in that grand final. So shout yeah. out to Cleary. Everything yeah. was in slow-mo for him. Yeah. You boys would like this one. Number two, Greg Inglis, 2014 versus the Dogs. The Goanna, South Ice the game mate, to win their first grand final. Break the drought. Mate. Did the Goanna. It's it's unforgettable. Stack the game was already over. It was the Hooter. A little and bit of icing on the cake. Yeah. Little cherry on top. The Goanna to the camera, like sometimes it's, it's funny just, how things work out like that. Like yeah. he found the camera. And it's he knew. And it was his best Goanna slide of all time. Like he was yeah. sliding. As after just perf- after he put the ball down. Oh, it was perfect, mate. Iconic. Mate, I actually dream about that every third night. That's synonymous with iconic. That GI try. Yeah. Unreal. And number one, who can forget? Cole Felt, 2015 versus the Broncos. On the bell to tie the game. JT obviously missed a conversion, but kicks the grand final. Uh, sorry, kicks the field goal. Cowboys win the GF. You talk about iconic. That, 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 that has to be best, close to the top. That was one of the best GFs I've seen live. Yeah. Like, that was incredible. Like, the fact he scored in the corner. Like Morgan, like, just missed slicing the, through. Missed the goal and then the field goal after it. Yeah. But what kills me about that try is Jake Granville's pass. And the dummy half. half was That's atrocious. what kills you. Yeah, Hit shocking. the ground and they managed to score off it. He played 80 minutes in the middle. And I want to know, why did no one go for Morgan? I was sitting back. They man. just stayed off him. Yeah. It was 3v2 or something. And they just let him and he go. he just got on the outside. I think Jack Reed was. And yeah. Then, and then flicked that pass. Unbelievable. Great try. Unreal. Honorable then, mentions. Sorry. Then you see Darius boy just as soon yeah. as like, it took him like two seconds of process, put the ball down and he just goes and just drops. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck did we do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, continue. Honorable mentions, of course, the Critter Intercept 2021 versus South to that win the game. not to be in the top five. Stiff not There's to so make it. There's so many good ones though. Yep. 
Beaver, Steve Menzies, 2008 versus Storm, final game. Good try. Uh, they won 40 nil, but it was still a great try. And then Fui Fui Moi Moi. That's one of my personal favourites. 2009. Not the most iconic, but it's just so funny how they let this bloke run how 30 metres the down the sideline and he stayed in. Yeah. Don't even know if he got it down, but hey. Fui Fui too. Fui Fui, yeah. So, what a beast. Yeah, that's uh, top five most iconic. Age, you've got Rookie Watch again for us this yes. week. Big hit last week, Big Ben Takura. Who you got this yes, week? Yeah, Big Ben. So this week on NRL Rookie Watch, we have the two brothers, Latu and Samuela Fainu. Tigers have signed them for four years. One's a 5'8", Latu, the other one's a second rower. Been playing a bit in the middle at training as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're probably both going to make their debut for Tigers this year. Yep. Samuela's already played last year, but they are touted as like next superstars. So Tigers have locked him in long term. Mate, what do you guys think? Have you seen much of these guys? I off the off the bench for Fine. He, look, he looks pretty yeah. good. The Samuela, he looks good. Yeah. is obviously very young, but he's been yeah. touted for a while now. Obviously the, the brother of uh Manaisi, yeah. who's was a gun when he was playing. And obviously. also the brother of Sioni, who's actually at the Tigers as well. He's already right. there, yeah. He's so they've got there. three brothers at one so they've club. Got three. Wow. Yeah. They um, could be like the Jaboyevich brothers. They could be. The Fainu brothers. Fainu brothers. Wonder who's better. But um, they both played under 19 New South Wales. Yeah. Both played great. But Latu, I think he's the one who's he's going to break out. Mm. I don't know if it's this year or next year, but. Like you said, you they're know, still young and yeah. you know, there's plenty of time. But Halves is always tough. They don't yeah. break out straight away because they're bursting people that are like Cherry Evans who's done it for 35 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. But just watching his highlights, SG Ball. Mate, he carved up like yeah. incredible. I know it's a big step up, but he's their future Tigers. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be, it's him and Luan the halves next year, I yeah. believe. But that is my rookie watch today. Everyone knows Latu's a beast, but Samuela can't let him slip. Uh-huh. I think he'll play. And can't let Sioni slip. Yes, and Sioni as well. There you go. So. so that's NRL rookie watch. Like it. Like it. So cast calls age. You've been curating the list of calls for us. So cast we'll chuck calls. our headphones on. Hey, uh, headphones you- on. Yep, headphones on. So if you remember, we asked people to submit their cast calls using the link in our episode description and we play the best ones throughout the week. So, Age, what have we got this week? Well, if you remember last week, we asked everyone, who's your favourite player and why? Mm -hmm. This week, we actually asked them, tell us any funny or awkward encounters you've had with NRL players, celebrities, anyone. Yeah. Okay, so we have three of them come in and we have a few other questions and random dribble from Perfect. From some charity match banter. I yeah. like this. You can sit back a bit and just yeah. get a bit comfy. Sit back yeah. and yeah, tune in because this one's a beauty. So this one's from Jimmy Jet. Yeah, the boys. Good to be on the show. Now, for my celebrity encounter, about 15 years ago to the date, I remember me and my dad were sitting down at the Maruba local Chinese shop. Noodle Junction. And next to us, it's the great Artie Beaton. Wow. May God rest his soul. Rest in peace. Anyway. That's good. My dad invites him to the table. He sits down with us. We ordered him some Chinese, just the three of us. We're talking about some good Roosters memories as we're, as we're Chooks fans. He goes to me, oh, you're a fit young lad. I go, yeah, yeah, I play MPL soccer. I'm on the scene. Rubbing he goes to me, no worries. I go, I'm really quick. He goes, oh, well, that's all right. I'll, why don't I cut, we meet at the park and I'll train you to get your speed up. No way. Me and my dad were buzzing. The great Artie Beaton wanted to train me. He gives us a number. We call it. On Monday morning, it was a fake number. It didn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> Artie Beaton did the dirty on us. He no ran. Way. Nah, I love Artie. I'm sure he just didn't, couldn't be bothered wasting his time with a flop like me. <laughs> God rest your soul. I love you boys and your content. Talk soon. 
That's a ripper story. That's a good story. Do you reckon he just forget it, forgot like one number or like mistyped it? Oh, who knows? Or he's just, oh, fuck, I don't know. Or he's just like, fuck, how do I get these? Get a free feed. <laughs> how do I get a free feed? Yeah. How do I fuck off? How do I get a free Chinese feed? No. Nah, I'm going he... to scan these blokes. Bosh. No way. <laughs> Artie Beeson would not do that. He's an immortal of a game. He's definitely, yeah. he's probably seen the message. He goes, you know what? Like, uh, it, you know how when you agree to something when you're drunk, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely like, going to do that tomorrow. Moment, yeah. and, yeah. Then, and then you wake up hungover, you're like, I'm, I'm not doing that run I agreed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's a good God, yarn. God rest his soul, athletes. And, uh, yeah, one good, of the legends. Good yarn, Jimmy the Jet. That is a very good one. Okay, we got this one here from Cast Patrol's biggest fan. Ooh. Ooh. Hi. I'd like my identity kept anonymous, please, because I'm a bit scared for my life. <laughs> Sounds familiar. After this interaction I had with the most famous person I've ever met. Uh, it was a Monday night down at Heffron Park. I was walking my dogs. Is this with you, Mick? And I was watching all the Oztag games being played. There was plenty of players there with excellent skill and footwork. I was mesmerised. Had to be Mick. As I stood there mesmerised, a young man, about six foot one. Oh, that rules me out. Yells, Oi, I'm out. Move. And I turn around and I, I recognise that that's Darcy Gilroy. <laughs> the the best Oztag player in Australia. At least top five. He was top five. So That's much ruder than I expected. He brushes past me and goes, get out of the way, idiot. <laughs> I started crying. Then crying. he kicked my dog <laughs> and ran off. That's a yarn. That, that did not happen. That's oh, the biggest yarn. Yeah. That's a yarn. <laughs> Darcy Charles biggest fan. Nah. Darcy, he's a great player, but I don't think he's that. He's a great bloke as well. Yeah, he's a great bloke. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> he wouldn't kick the To dog, be fair, he was fired up on Thursday he when we was. lost our semi-final. Yeah, he's very competitive. But he's very competitive. Like him and Benno yeah. were going at it. Very, very. Yeah, mm. going back and forth. That was interesting. That was interesting. Hey, last Good one stuff. about the most awkward or funny encounter from Terry. Yes. Anonymous caller here, lads. Back in the day, I've got a yarn for you. So back in the days when all my aunts happened. So back in the day, I was trying to pork back this chick was right, trying to get with her. She was, she was, yeah, she was alright. She was like seven and a half out of ten. Can't complain. It's good. Um, I was trying to get with her, so we went on like this double date type of thing. Uh, there was another guy there, another chick. The chick was her best friend. I didn't really know the guy, so uh, yeah, just thought he was, you know, trying to get with the other girl. We're, we went to Oxford Art Factory, which I thought was weird. Oxford um, Arts. Absolute shithole, mind you. Absolute shit kind of a place. So we um, we went there, got chatting, and then got to the conversation of this guy, and he was talking about the guys he's been with recently. And I was thinking, okay... This guy's a bit on the fruity side, so, okay, maybe I'm on for a threesome here. Uh, little did I know, they, they were trying to set me up with him, and, uh, that's yeah, she, she was talking to some other bloke, so, um, yeah, that failed miserably. Anyway, that's, that's not even the best part of the story. We went out on the street, and I saw and met Jonathan Thurston and Brent Tate. Ooh. I absolutely hated Brent Tate as a player. I met Jonathan Thurston. Hate him as a bloke now too. He was what? the biggest snob. Brent yeah. Tate was the absolute biggest legend. And wow. yeah, wow. I only have a minute 30, so I've got to cut off there. But cheers, lads. Fuck. Everything you see about JT is the GOAT though. Oh, like, great one person. bad encounter. Maybe caught him in a bad moment. Yeah. yeah. That's a That's, that's a, a, that's a, that's a, that's a yarn. That's a cast yarn. That is a cast call. That's a cast that call. Is that is the a definition cast. of a cast call. Now, Terry, whoever you well are, Well done, Terza. Well done, Terry. Well done, Terza. And you've answered the question in the same boat. So Beautiful. Well done. Uh, we've got a few others that aren't related at all to the question. 
but let's play Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Uh, so we got this one from the Chook Pen Dribbler. Wonder who this is. Hello. <laughs> this is Hainsey here. No. <laughs> First of all, get ready to be absolutely pounded into the face of the earth on Saturday, you bunch of clowns. Oh, oh the no. other clown Let's squad. cut this bloke off soon. Mark Hughes Foundation 13+. plus. This is too nah. much gibberish. No, nah, but uh, nah. the, the, I don't want nah, 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 nah. bad energy. Nah, Thirteen plus, Mark Hughes. That is the biggest yarn. Haynes didn't yarn. even play last year. He was filming yeah. the half the half the game. He's got no idea. Haynes is going to get put on his back. Mate, Haynes is gone. Haynes is fucked. I asked him for footage of my try last year. He goes, oh, I don't know how to do it. I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Haynes. Thanks, Haynes. Yeah. Roosters fan and opposition. Yeah. He gets cut. He gets cut. Uh, Sorry, let's Hainsey. do this one from Ren. Oi, it's me again, mate. Now, um, I have to ask, who here thinks Darren Lockie is the goat and um, and 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 the Broncos will win the premiership? Two part question. First one, I feel like we've answered a gazillion times. No, I don't no, think Lockie is the goat. No, I'm not going to go in who's it? the goat. We've no. answered it too many times. Yeah, and then will Broncos win the comp? Potentially. Potentially. I'm not ruling him out and saying yeah. no. Great I'd say chance. they're a top four chance to win the comp. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But if you want to know who the GOAT is, listen to any episode we've ever done. Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go back. All right. We've got one more from Amy. Must be like the insurance. Good afternoon. I'm, I'm not sure if I've got the right number or not, but um, I'm just <laughs> leaving a message to, to see if you guys have any life insurance. Uh, because I've been referred here from a MHF Mark member. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but apparently you guys are in urgent need of life insurance, and I'm just calling to make sure we Who's can get this? that done for you today. I think it's Supercoach Experience. That's Supercoach Experience. Uh, you're about to get fucking oh, smashed yeah. on Saturday. Mark Hughes Foundation, 30+. plus. Jimmy, Mick, and never. Mark Hughes Foundation, forever. Let's go, lads. 30 mate. plus. Is 30. this guy, is he kidding? Is he kidding? Life we've, insurance mate, too. We've seen his, his training videos. There's no way he's even going to score a point. So I think he's, he's speaking out of his ass. Whoever, I've got no whichever center out of our team, if they let him score a try, there's going to be some words. You've got to run the gauntlet after. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Super coach experience. We can't let him score. Well done. No. Well, that's it for Cast Cause, boys. You can take your headphones off. Beautiful. But we got listener questions this week as well. Do we well. want to give them something for next week to submit? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Does anyone have anything off the top of their head? Well, I'm thinking charity match, right? We're all a bit amateur yeah. footy players. How about they give us their like best sporting moment as like a junior or like yeah, reserve yeah. grader? So like, I like it. don't say like, oh, we won a grand final. Like, tell me something that you did individually. Individual, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like your best individual and in rugby league moment. Like for Doesn't me, have to be rugby, just sport. Any sport, sport, any okay. sport, any sport. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. me, my example, it is rugby league, but. There was rules in like mod league where every player had to start off the bench yeah. at least once and play the whole first half off the bench. Yeah. So you didn't play. Basically, it was one game we saved all the, the best players yeah. for the bench. So yeah. we had this first half. We're getting rolled. All the best players were off. I was one of those good players. Bear in mind it was Div 2 or whatever it was. Div 2, mascot yeah. whites. Mas- <laughs> mascot whites, yeah. Anyway, came on in the second half, scored a hat trick. Waverly Oval. Never looks so good. You scored a hat trick in, in one this, half. In one half of forty of That's like pretty half good. a minute of play. To fame. And you imagine mod league wouldn't even been forty minutes of play. It would have been like 30, 25. Yeah, it's been good. nothing. One That's was off a kick. One was off a kickoff after I scored. It was like two well, touches. You scored in a row. and then they passed. I scored under the post and then yeah. they 
kicked off yeah. and the halfback passed me and I ran for the whole field. Like palms on golf oh, and ran. That's pretty good. Fuck, that's pretty good. Uh, left centre specialty, What about yours, mate? Jim? Sure yours is the one at, when you guys at Mara's first started. Nah, it would have been probably like Cricket, hat to Cricket, yeah. Like yeah. a few hat tricks in my day. I, I can't remember. No like, sixfers or sevenfers or anything? Oh, a few fifers yeah? here and there, yeah. But no, I think, yeah, they're... It's always special getting a hat trick, I think. Very nice, very nice. Yourself, eh? mate. You put me on the spot here. I don't even know. Didn't I don't have, have to any highlights. Wasn't that good? I don't even have any highlights. Maybe Come tackling on. Dan in the charity match. No, that was pretty good. That's chopped him like the palm trees at Central Coast. We've been through this one. <laughs> All right, listen to questions for this week at Viner two nine six. Would sumo wrestlers work in the NRL? Mate, there's only one position they can play. It's front row Has off the bench. Be. The average weight <laughs> of a sumo professional athlete is 150 kilos. Yeah. So they're about 30 kilos off one of our heaviest props. So yeah. I'd say probably not, yeah. but maybe one of these sumo wrestlers has a motor that we don't know about. Maybe they do have a motor, but yeah, definitely off the bench. Bit of one thing off I will the bench. say is there like 150 kilos of like pure fat. Yes. Like yes. they're not. There's a bit of muscle though, I think. Muscle behind the yeah, fat. Yeah, behind the fat. Maybe. I reckon if they diet well, they can probably cut like 20 or 30 kilos. Then they're, they're still classified as a sumo wrestler, you know. I know. The heaviest yeah. NRL player is Jordan Miller for the Tigers. Yeah. He's 131 kilos. I hope, I, I hope we see him this He's year. He's 18 years old. Yeah. 192 centimetres. You also got Big Wiramu Grieg. My favourite player. 124 kilos. Yeah. Big, He's big a boy. Big Wiramu. So yeah, the whole top 15 heaviest are all props. So... They'd have to play front sumo row. Sumo has to be front row. Yeah. So, You're not seeing a sumo play 5'8". Or even second row is a stretch. No. Yeah, no. No. So I reckon... I reckon they could make it. Yeah, with, could a, good, with a good diet. Yeah. <laughs> Next question at Paracave Podcast: Could the NRL adopt a NFL style week off before the grand final and have an All Stars game? That's a good idea. Very good idea. Paracave, he's all over yeah. it. So what do NFL do? They do like a they do a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl week. Yeah, yeah. So and they combine. pick like all like the best players and they do like a little combine. I think like they, challenges and that. Yeah, they do challenges and then they have a game, but I think they've changed it now to flag football. I think people like, were getting injured and it was like it was just a waste getting a bit red yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah, so they just do flat like, tag. So we'll be mad bringing back the 100-meter sprint. Yeah. Bring that would be the best. Highest burden bomb will just bomb up in the yeah, air. Yeah, like hang time. Yeah, yeah. like field goal challenge. Yeah, crossbar challenge, just, goal kicking challenge. What about one for that. you, Age, the, the quickest Bronco? Yeah, it's fastest, fastest Bronco, Bronco time. Yeah. I just think yeah. it, it just – Player welfare, like a club's going to risk their best talent yeah. for that week where it's, it means almost I might even nothing. have to compete, mm-hmm. like a celebrity appearance, best because I'm the Bronco King. Right, yeah. You know, I might have to go what was your time? Was it? Un- under five 459, minutes. 4.59. Oh, so you're NRL standard. I am. Under five minutes is NRL standard. Okay. So that was say. the worst video we've ever posted in cast history. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that they had to say that. Yeah, like yeah. under five minutes and it was like legit probably six minutes. <laughs> With if you don't properly. Anyway. We'll never know. We will never know. Anyway, next question. At Luke Harding 04, do you think South can win their first two games of 2024 even without Jack Whiten? So well, we re- didn't have him we didn't have him last year. Yep. And we started the year really? very good. He didn't play last year? We didn't have him. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have him. Uh we got a Vegas round one against Manly. Yep. I think we get the job done there. The only concern is round two, Suncor Broncos. The the thing is, right, like without Jack Whiten. We still have Campbell Graham and Isaiah Tass, two gun centers. So, yeah. yes. who were there last year, did the job yeah. last year. They're, they're yeah. covered yeah. on that front. I think we do beat Manly at Las Vegas. Round two, I think we can definitely beat Broncos away in Suncorp, but 
you don't, game. you just don't know. It's a tough match. It's a tough know? match. You know what I mean? It all depends I on that see first how round. Preseason form. goes. Yep. I want to see how round one goes. Yep. Any yep. injuries? And I guess South's always lucky. They always have the charity shield. It's almost like their round one to the yeah. season. It's mm. almost like their official. But launch, if we're so. fully fit, besides Wyden, I think but, we can we can win both games. Yeah. yeah, I think with Wyden we have a better chance, obviously. But yeah. I think we can win both games without. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like it. Uh, next last question at mouththornto dot four. Which player will win the Dahlia Medal in twenty twenty four? That's a big call. That's a big question. Well, last year Ponga played eighteen games and fucking won it with fifty six points. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. So I've I'm not going to go Ponga. I don't think he can get. It's hard to win two in a row. Mm. I'm going to go Nico Hines, and it's off the back of the easiest run that Sharks have. Yeah, you know they got only nine games against top eight teams. From last year, mm-hmm. I reckon if he's fit, he's their man. He's their key player. He'll be tailing up four, five, six points every win. What do you guys reckon? I'm gonna go Scott Drinkwater. Big surprise. Big surprise. Why? Besides the fact you're a Cowboys fan, I think he's in for a great year. I think he's going to play Origin this year. Better than last year. He's going to go to another level. From last year. Yeah. And I think he was there he was there and thereabouts. Yeah, and obviously he was in he got suspended. Squad, I think. Was he, was he no, I'm talking squad? about um Dalliam. Off of Dalliam, yeah. And he got suspended. He was up there, yeah. Got suspended, unfortunately. But so then he was ruled out. Yeah, I think, you know, if if Cowboys are to go on a run, you know, it's gonna be on the back of him. He'll he'll be milking the points. That's why it's so hard because it does depend on how the team goes. It does. You rarely see a player win and they weren't in that like a top four team or, exactly. or like no. at least their team was flying. Yeah. I mean, like, sorry, yeah, I mean like, Evans, Ponga last year they make top four but they won yeah. 10 in a row and he would have yeah. gone six, 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 but six. it does help if you're in a team where there's you're the superstar yeah. and there's not many around That's you. That's it. You know? So like, I was trying to think of like a player. Cherry Evans last year came fourth yeah. and yeah. Manly didn't make the eight. So it's like. Yeah. So I think you've got to think of a player that's, you know, that aren't going to share the points. Mm. Yeah. And uh, oh, the problem with Cleary is, you know, Yo still in points, Luo yeah. still in points, Critter yeah. was last Edwards. year. Edwards. Mm. Oh, Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Broncos with Walsh, Haas, Reynolds, Storm, Storm are Carrigan, the same. All, all their spine shares spine. the points. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm liking Nico because it's Nico and then it's who else? Yeah. You know? It's just Nico. It's Nico's Will, Will, team. Will Kennedy, to be fair, took a few yeah. points in the Will back Kennedy end. Will Kennedy take a few, but yeah. yeah. What about you, Mick? Who, who do you reckon? I it's it's actually so tough because yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think. I'm like because the best teams, like we said, share points. Like I was think I was leaning towards like a Reese Walsh, and I'm like, he's gonna pass. He's clearly due one. He's been so close. like clearly due one. But then I'm like, they just won three in a row, and what did he come last year? Like fifth, fifth. Yeah. The, the one year he should have probably won. He was was the Jack Wyden year. Was like it? Jack Wyden was a great player, but clearly was above and beyond that year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but he just shared the points. So I don't know. I'm gonna go. Fuck, I don't even. I go Latrell Mitchell. I go Trell. He's always he's always up there anyway because yeah, the media do like focus yeah. on him a fair bit, so it yeah. does evolve the hype. South's going to run like I thought they will. I go Trell. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, yeah. Trell will rack mm. up points. Same with but Cody. I do like Reese Walsh as a as a yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it does come down to sharing the points mm. and how the team goes, but yeah, it's so early to predict. Yeah. Oh, but, way you know, way hey, too if early. we hit one, then respect. Yeah. <laughs> um, 100%. I think that's it, boys. Mm. Charity match this Saturday. Can't Remember, wait. Tickets are in the description. Yep. By the time we record the next podcast, we're either winners or losers. Hey. Well, we're winners either way because going to charity. That's right? Ronald McDonald 13 plus. That's my tip of the week. Yeah. That is a good tip. My tip of the week, watch Yellow Jackets on Netflix, the yep. series. 
That's it's about. Fucked. It's based on a true story, I've but it's obviously. Have you watched the original movie? No, I haven't. You haven't watched so Alive? I've done, I've done the opposite. No, I've watched Alive. Yeah. So go watch that. Mm. It's fucking gruesome. It's horrific. Fucking grim as fuck. Yeah. Have you seen it, Jim? It's entertaining. I like watched the first 10 episodes. I think like, I just. There's a season off. two out now as well. Oh, okay. Good watch? Yeah. Good watch. Like engaging. Yeah. It's, mm. yeah, there's, it's pretty wild. It's too much for me, I think. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 What about you, Mick? Do you have a tip or anything? Uh, tip for this week, I'm going to say, just remember, don't buy your tickets at the, at the door. Buy them online. Yeah. Donate to charity. There's a GoFundMe too that you can go find. But yeah. Yes. Um, and if you're opposing me, watch out for my friend. That's, Beautiful. So yeah, that's a uh, goodbye from me. Wait, it's not goodbye for me. I've got one more thing to say. Here it's Mick's birthday on Thursday oh, it this is. week. It that's is. Right. Happy birthday, Mick. Happy in birthday, advance. Mate. And everyone, all our listeners, followers, Make sure even you if you hate Mick or he's giving you a dodgy tip. Yep. Go in our DMs. Wish me a good boys got a good post for me? We have nothing ready. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get that Bosch guy, the Chinese oh, English yeah. bloke. Apparently he's coming to Ramwick. Like Ramwick? Yeah. So we might have to visit him. Okay. Bosch. Bosch. But yeah, we'll, we'll put mm. something together. Yeah. That's for sure. We'll sort but, you yeah. out. Sort me out. All right. We'll enjoy your week, guys. Okay. See you next goodbye week. Goodbye for me. Go Ronald McDonald. Goodbye from me. See you guys. See you guys.